What's up, people? Welcome back to the BCMA Podcast. That's the Black Clover Martial Arts Podcast. It's your boy, Lucky from Lucky's Muay Thai, and this is episode number 42. In this episode, we'll talk about boxing from this last week, a little fight recap. Let's talk about McGregor Poirier 3. And then also, I have a little commentary on staying away from the nevers. I'm sure you've heard of these people. But before we get into that, keep the like, hit the subscribe button, tell a friend, if you want to stop by the gym, www.luckysmt.com or at Lucky's Muay Thai on Instagram, uh, drop us a line, man. We'd love to have you come in, try a class out. Uh, if you like the gym, we'd love to have you join the fam. Uh, hit us up, www.luckysmt.com and come get some fitness, man, and some love. All right, so let's fight recap this last weekend. Uh, Javante Davis beats Barrios, I think, with a body shot in the eighth, eighth round, seventh round with Floyd Mayweather yelling in his corner. Um, he went up two weight classes for this, and I think what we found out was that uh, his power translates, number one. Um, number two, it is not – I don't think it was easy as he maybe thought it was going to be. I don't even think he thought it was going to be easy. I think he thought it was going to be difficult, and it was exactly maybe what he thought it was going to be. Um, but he was able to finish. I think Floyd was very um, – entertaining yelling in the corner about how he was losing the rounds and that he needed to do something and he went out and he did it so congrats to him obviously for me I, I want to see him versus Loma versus Haney versus, like I, I, I there's all these guys out there that are around the same weight class that I'd like to see fight um Loma Lomachenko made his return beat Nakatani which you know, again, I, I people thought it said it was a dangerous fight and, you know, this, that, and the other. And, you know, I just don't feel that way. I feel like it was a great little comeback fight for him to get out there and, you know, prove that he was back and ready to go. Um, but again, you know, I need to see some Devin Haney. I need to see, there's all these guys that need to be fighting, uh, you know, to, to that point, Tiafimo Lopez was supposed to fight Cambosis. Okay. I mean, like, I, I get it. You know, all of these guys that are they're, they're fighting and they're winning or Tiafimo in this case is up against, you know, Corona, which he caught or ticket sales, which other people are claiming. Or, you know, who knows uh, other fights going on in the same weekend. So you can't sell enough tickets for everybody to, to, to go or enough pay-per-views for everybody to watch. So they may be going back around to fight Loma. Shout out to Will Bondi. Will Bondi, my, my man, told me like, yo. These guys, Loma and Tiafimo Lopez, are going to have to fight again because that's where the real money is and that's where the real interest is. Maybe. I, but my, in my opinion, all of these guys need to be fighting each other. The progress and, you know, and like I said, Haney, Davis, Loma, Lopez, all these guys need to be fighting each other. And I feel like they keep doing things like I went up two weight classes or I went and fought this guy. It's very dangerous, but nobody really knows him. And, I'm supposed to fight this guy on this promotion because it's going to make this much money or it's this entertaining. It's the new wave. Whatever the cases may be, it still brings us back to boxing. And boxing is not MMA, which is probably why the crossover idea of uh, these different fights going on, these really crazy fights and sort of wild behaviors and whatever, it, it doesn't translate over because these aren't the same kind of people. Um. But again, that, that, those were the wins that I thought were great. Geronte Davis did great. Loma did great. I wish Tio would fight, you know, like I said, one of these Haney, one of these guys. All these guys need to fight. And now that, um, what's this guy's name? Well, I can't think of the kid's name. He took a break for a while. He's coming back. Anyway, 
we just want to see the best fight the best. And I'm not knocking any of the other guys, Barrios, Nakatani, you know, Cambosis, all those guys are in, in this same realm. Otherwise they wouldn't be fighting. However, you know, here we go. We're all the way through almost 2021 and or halfway through. And, you know, I'm still not seeing the same stuff I talked about last year on the podcast, which was, I want to see the, I want to see the name guy, these big name guys all fight each other. We, we can walk around talking about we're the best. I have this many belts. You have that many belts. But if you haven't fought each other, what are we talking about? You can have all the belts in your in the world, and that guy can have his belts, and this guy can have that Bo's belts. But if you guys are all the best, somebody, you guys got to fight. So that's what I want to see. Onward. Poirier versus McGregor, three. What is my take? Um... I first, my first take is I can't believe we're getting Poirier McGregor three before we got Nate Connor three. I'm not sure. Is that a McGregor thing? Is that, what is that? Is that a UFC thing? Are we trying to protect the money? I don't know. Um, but if you ask me who I pick, I'm going to pick Dustin. The reasons are that the basis reason, basic reason is people always say things like, You can't knock the champ or count the champ out or go against the champ, bet against the champ until you've seen the champ knocked off. Um, Seen him knocked off. He's not the champ. Um, I've seen him, seen him be beat. I've seen him be beat by the guy he's beating or that he's fighting. And, you know, I, there's nothing to me that says he's going to win. If you start talking about casuals, man, um, He's in the best shape he's ever been in. I promise you I'm in the best shape I've ever been in. I mean, when it comes to selling fights, these are average things that we've heard from every a a lot of fighters. A a large majority of fighters say things like, "Uh, yeah, I'm in the best shape I've ever been in. I have no injuries. You know, I feel good coming out of this camp. We've heard this over and over. When it comes to McGregor saying it, in my opinion – it's low-level fight selling. This isn't the Conor McGregor that was is, is quick-witted, uh, you know, has a lot of sort of things to say about the opponent and what they can do and what they can't do to him and how he's going to do this, that, and the other. The last few fights, whether it be directly from him or from fans, trainers, people that are commentators, I've heard a lot of, he's in the best shape of his life. He's in a fantastic shape. Well, let me just say this. You're a professional athlete. These are professional athletes. You're supposed to be, I know it's fighting, you get nicks and knocks and all this during training camp, but you're supposed to be in the best shape of your life or in the best shape you could possibly be in under the circumstances. I'm not expecting Conor McGregor to go into this fight and not be ready to fight or in great shape. That's Seems a little bit ridiculous and, and and disingenuous because, yo, man, that's the idea. He goes in in the best shape. Now, if every time he goes into a fight, he comes out, oh, this, my foot was injured. Oh, this training camp. Oh, I got to move here because that guy, you know, because this situation or I haven't talked to this coach or that coach has, I haven't talked to him or, yo, man. Ultimately, when the bell rings, it's you and him inside of there and you should be in the best shape of your life because that guy is going to potentially be in the best shape of his life. And if you ask me in the last fight, Connor looked great to me. So that being said, these are two phenomenal fighters. 
But I suspect that what Connor had might have been, might be depleted. That's not to say he can't knock out Dustin or a lot of other guys, but the uh, sort of mystique about him is gone. And the, they're considerably selling this idea still, but it's hard because he's not selling this idea anymore. So the UFC is having to market it, I don't know, in some other kind of way. But if you ask me, Poirier walks away with this. I, I mean, again, it's not going to be easy, but no fight should be easy. I don't think it was easy last time. I don't think his fights with anybody, Dan Hooker, with you know Justin Gaethje, I don't think any, any of these fights are easy. Um, and I don't believe Connor brings the same situation to say Gaethje brings where four rounds into the fight, you have to really take like a gut check. You know, do I really want to be in here anymore? You know, that I don't think that's the same thing with Connor. It's more of, you know, stay away from that left hand in the first round. Try to tire him out a little bit with wrestling. You know, try to not be at the end of these punches until I can get him to a point where, you know, we're both respecting each other's punches, but I don't have to try to get out of the way of that left hand so much. Um, and I think Poirier does it. He's been nothing but, you know, fantastic and phenomenal over the last few years fighting. So, you know, and McGregor has not been that. So for me, put your money wherever you want, but my pick is, is Poirier over McGregor and still Nate Connor three after this, potentially, I would love that. Cause I don't see, you know, Connor fighting the, the top 170 guys, Usman and all that. I, I, I don't see it. So, because I feel like that's what his idea is, or at least it was. Anyway, last but not least, and I, I really, I didn't even write notes on this. I just wrote the name, um, The Nevers. I know it's like a show on Hulu or, I don't know, Netflix, HBO Max, one of these $12 a month things that we pay for. Um, but what I'm here to say is to, stay away from the nevers. The nevers are the people that always say you're never going to do it, whatever it may be. Look, if you're in high school and you're like, man, I really want to, you know, take this football to to the NFL. Like I really wanted to do well. If I play basketball, if I, if I'm a scholar, if I'm studying in high school and I'm like, man, I really want to go to a good college, become a professor, get tenure. Like I really want to do these amazing things. Um, There are going to be people in your circle and around you, and even that you don't hear, that are going to whisper or tell you, uh, you you're you're never going to do it, or he's never going to do it. Never is such a weird thing to say to someone. I was told um, I would never, uh, I wouldn't win my first fight. Now you're never going to win your first fight, man. People, always, I'm like somebody's got to win told you're never gonna you're never gonna become a pro you're never gonna be a coach you're never gonna open a gym um i've heard you're never gonna be successful and then you have to really decide what does success mean to you and also not because they say it but because you need to know and the reason why you need to know is because when people are telling you you can't be successful they're giving you a general statement about yourself but you have a specific statement that says, this is how I deem success. And if you're a fighter or anybody else, 
It's your goals that you set, the things that you aim to accomplish, and also understanding, you know, where are my my positions on these things? You know, where is my reality? People are going to tell you all. I just heard in a conversation with a friend of mine that I used to work with um, that after I left this place, you know, we were actually discussing just different people, how they're doing, whatever. And this person said, yeah, you know, I, I never, you know, I, Lucky always thinks he knows what he's talking about. Da, 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 da. No, 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 no. Man, these are things that people say. And I, and what's funny is I laughed at that because I was like, I, I know that they, that he said this. It's in his demeanor. It's in his energy. It's, it's, I know that people said these things or say these things. I've heard it. You know, what else is funny is that people say things and then they think that nobody's ever going to say those things to you. They're never going to tell you. All I can say is, don't listen. Don't listen to anyone that tells you you can't. Now look, if if you're like 15 and they're like, you can't be president next year. Yeah, you cannot be president next year because there are limitations on what you can, that you have to still work within the realm of the rules, so to speak. That doesn't mean rules aren't meant to be broken. Plenty of people break the rules and become super successful or get to places that they never deemed possible or dreamed possible. I would only offer that you believe in yourself. Allow the nevers to speak because they're giving you a vision of themselves more than anything because they're saying their reality dictates that they can't ever. So why could you ever? They said I would never be a pro fighter. Yeah, man, I had one pro fight, but you know how long, how hard I tried to, to get that. For, so for like two years, I didn't fight because I couldn't get a pro fight. Nobody was trying to book me. I didn't even know, you know, certain people I could even reach out to to try to get fights. Eventually it came back around and it, and it came to me and it was because I still pursued my passion. It took a turn. I became more of a coach. All these things are part of the progress. You set goals and along the way, branches form because you meet people, you accomplish things, which lead to other things. You start to open doors that you didn't really, other doors close and other doors open and other things present themselves and take themselves away. If you listen to the nevers and take that advice, none of the doors will close. None of the doors will open. Literally nothing that you think that you want or that you believe you should have or that you want to go after will take a step towards you because you've already decided that it's impossible or you don't want it. Take one step towards the thing you want and the passion you want. It'll take two steps towards you. And it doesn't mean that you won't have to go back at some point to continue to go forward. But the reality is if you want to be a fighter, if you want to be a yogi, if you want to be a, a, a scholar, if you want to be like an academic, if you want to be any of these things, you have to not listen to the nevers in a way that you're applying their ideology to yourself. You're listening to yourself and your soul and your spirit and your energy say, I really, really want this. I'm going to take step one to get there. Step two and three will present themselves to me. Yo, man, stay away from the never. I just, I just wrote a book. I know it's kind of crazy to throw in right here, but I just wrote a book. 
um, it wasn't even necessarily the nevers, but it was the idea that who, why, why should I be able to do this? I don't know. It's actually been years since I started it, but I just finished the first draft of it and all of the never things are out of my mind now. Anything that I de- that I think I can do, I'm going to really try. So um, I hope that you do the same. I know that for all the nevers out there, you need somebody to support you. Yo, I support you. I hope that you do, you know, everything that you want to accomplish. And from the Lucky's Muay Thai family, you are so loved. You have no idea. Come see us at the gym and I'll spit some more of this to you. I'll teach you how to do some stuff and we can all have a great time. If you're out there trying to accomplish your goals, Yo, go get them shits. <laughs> I love y'all. If you love the show, please hit the subscribe button. Tell a friend. Hit the like, all that stuff. www.luckysmt.com if you want to stop by the gym. And um, we out. See you next week or whatever. Peace.